You are listening to a life-impacting message preached by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi is the pastor of the First Love Church London, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills. The First Love Church is full of zealous young people who love and desire to work for the Lord. You will be encouraged and uplifted as you listen to this powerful message. Wow. Wow. We've come to the best part of the service. I said we have come to the best part of the service. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely excited. You don't sound excited. And me, as for me, I'm definitely excited. Because we have come to the best part of the service. Turn and tell them that it is time for the word of God. You know, how many of you are expecting today? You came expecting. You're expecting to be blessed. You're expecting to be transformed. Oh, give me a wave, give me a wave. You're expecting to be transformed. Well, the Bible says that the expectancy of the righteous shall not be cut short. Because you're here today, you will not be cut short. I don't know what you're believing God for, but because you came to the first Jesus encounter service in 2022, you're about to be blessed. So why don't you put your hands together and help me welcome man and your pastor, Bishop Richard Ali. First of all, I said, Dear Jesus. Today. Nothing is
bless our fellowship. Anoint, O oh God, every word that you have prepared for us, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Fill us with your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for your abundant grace and your abundant help, Lord. Tonight, O oh God, we commit ourselves to you. I pray for the Holy Spirit to give us light, to give us direction, and to give us encouragement. Thank you for the blessing. In Jesus' name I pray. And all said, Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. God bless you. Wow. It's a blessing. Wow. Hallelujah. Well, good to see all of you. That those of you who are here today, tell the others that we have started. So they should catch up with us. We are airborne, so they should jump on the aircraft in the air. But it's good to see all of you and um, Happy New Year to all of you. Especially to those that I haven't seen this year. How many of you haven't I seen this year? 2022, I have not seen you. We've not met anywhere. Okay, so special Happy New Year to you. And um, welcome back to church. Um, This is our year of seed time and harvest. So it's going to be an exciting year. It's going to be a blessed year. And um, I believe it's going to help us to draw closer to God and to be more mindful of um, our actions. Our actions and our non-actions. Because everything you do is a seed. How many of you know that? That what you do is a seed and what you don't do is a seed too. What you say is a seed and what you do not say is also a seed. For example, those who say thank you are described as grateful. And those who say nothing, that they don't say thank you to anything, are described as ungrateful. So what you do is a seed. And what you don't do is also a seed. You have to be mindful of everything. Everything. I think it's this is one of the powerful prophetic themes we have um, ever had. Seed time and harvest is our prophetic direction for the year. And therefore I pray that it will really help you to be to be more spiritual. More spiritual this year. That this year you will live a spiritual. I mean, if you are determined that this year you are going to live a spiritual life. Yes, I, I, I agree with you. I'm also determined that this year be spiritual and be more spiritual than you have ever been. And be very, be very mindful of what you do. You know, one of the things also going to help you, um, one of the things it should help you also, you see, it, it also, it also helps you understand your current state. A lot of people don't easily accept their current state. You don't easily accept it. You know, and when, when you don't accept it, you struggle more. But you see, I can help you because John the Baptist preached it. Jesus also preached it. He, they used one word. They, they just said repent. Do you understand? You see, when, 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 instead of, because instead of repenting, sometimes we try to justify or explain away our current state. It's about your current state, whatever you are now, is a result of seeds you have sown in the past. So again, the theme should help, the theme should help us 
I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, like I'm touching with you. It's, a, it's going to be a short service though, but I'm just touching with you to help you, you know, maybe wake up a bit of some understanding that you need to have about our theme and all the bits. It's like, because it explains your current state, not just your future, that sees you are, you are going to sow, but even your current state, what you are now, what you are now, what I am now, is a result of things I have done. What, what, what you see this right now is not a, a, a result of seeds I sowed this morning or this evening or even yesterday. I'm a product of years and years and years and years of different things. Years and years and years and years of different things. Things that, but you see, what, what sometimes we do is that we try to, we try to, um, um, live as though we haven't done some things before or we haven't made certain mistakes. It's like, it's like even a mistake should be right. No, it's not. A, a mistake is a mistake. Do you understand? A mistake is a mistake. Uh, for, for example, what? For, for example, a wrong relationship. Do you understand? A, a, you see, you, you can't, you can't force a wrong thing to become right. Do you, you, you can't force it. And you shouldn't force it. But if you love God, if your love for God is strong, and is strong, and you really want to live for God, what, what, what am I saying? I'm saying all this is in hope. In hope that you all want to live for God. You all want to please God. You all want the perfect will of God. Do you understand? That's, that's what I'm saying. If, if that is not it, then continue live here. But I'm, I'm saying it in hope that it's like you really want to live for God. You really want to serve God. You really want to please God. You really want, you prefer the perfect will of God. You prefer the perfect will of God to any other option. Because there are options in life. There are options. There are, there are options. Anything outside of the will of God is a stupid option. Yes. Yes. And you don't need, you don't even, you don't even need, you don't even need a dream to discover it. You will see by the fruits. That's what Jesus said. By the fruits, you know them. You know from the fruits whether I'm doing the right thing or I'm doing the wrong thing. Do you understand? So, when, when your love and desire for God is strong, it's easier for you to shave off some things. You know, I remember a brother that I used to encourage him all the time that shave your beard, shave your beard, take your beard off. Beard is not, you know, the coolest thing you can wear on earth. Do you understand? Yes. I remember I used to encourage him and he, he really, he really liked the beard. So it was, it was one of the difficulties. I remember he's taking it off once and then he grew it again. It's like, it's really, it's really hard. So one day I was there, then he sent me a picture of his face without a beard. Then I asked him that, why? Why is your beard? Why is your beard off? Then he said, oh, yesterday he went for an interview. I said, interview where? He said, interview, interview in the medical school. He had an, he had an interview for a job because he's, he's like a newly qualified doctor. And I said to him, that, but is it a condition that you should take your beard? He said, no, it's not a condition. But all the people I know who go there don't wear beards when they are going there. So I just to be safe, let me take it off. So he said, immediately, I said to myself, oh, so when you discover what, what is acceptable in certain circles, in certain words, you, you can do it and you will do it. 
Because you know, you know that if you take this, your um, whatever it's called, you know that you are likely to be, you are likely to be rejected. Yeah, you are likely because it, it says something about you. Say something about you because I didn't even know. So he said that is why he's taking it off. Then I said, so are you going to keep that? He said, oh no, he's going to grow it again. I said, no problem. And he grew it again. But you see, when he met what made him take it off, he took it off. So when you see, when you see the day you see that God, you need God, that this thing is not helping me walk with God, nobody will tell you to shave it off. You will shave it off. Yes. You shave it off. He said, this thing is not helping me. It's not helping me. Missing church is not helping me. Uh, this friend is not helping because there are some friends don't, that don't help you to be spiritual. No, 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 no. There's are friends that don't help you to be spiritual. Even there are even churches that don't help you to be spiritual. Yes. Yeah. There are places that don't help you to be spiritual at all. Yeah. Because I, you see, because I believe that relationships do have an effect on you. I mean, it's not that I don't joke at all. I don't joke with at all. My friends, the people I with, I know it's, your friend is who you are. If I want to know who someone really is, I'm always fishing out and sniffing out for their friends. Who are their friends? Who are their friends? Who are their friends? Who are their friends? Not what they say to me. Who are their friends? Who do they hang, who do they hang out with? Because your real life, your real life is not in church. How long? I'm already looking at the clock. I'm about to close. Yes. I'm already looking at the clock. This cannot be your life. So, why am I saying all this? I'm saying all this to remind that it's a, it's a year of seed time and harvest. That you are what you have been planting. Include the people you've been fellowship with and interacting with. I'm saying that you, if you think I am not interested it, you, at what your wedding reception, you are, then, then you are joking. Then you are joking. You are joking. If you think I'm not interested in the people who came, oh, I'm very, very interested. I'm very, very interested. Yo, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have about 17 eyes to see and 20 and 20 ears to hear who was there. Who are those who are walking around? Yes. 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 I'm here. There's a wedding reception going on. Of two people who are very special and dear to me. Do you think I'm not interested in who is there? Do you think I'm not interested in whether alcohol is being served or not? Do you think I'm not interested in what music is being played there? If you think I'm not interested, then you're you're joking. I am very, very interested. Very, very, very very interested. Yes. Very, very, very interested. Yeah. You think I'm not interested? You think I've come to church, I'm preaching in church, so I'm not interested. I am very, very interested. I've left two of my eyes there. And, and three three of my ears there. I will hear every music that is played. Every music that is played. Yes. 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 Your crowd are the seeds you have been sowing. 
the seeds you have been sowing. When it gets to an event, you know, that's the crowd you will draw. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Are you chatting with me? Are you enjoying your water too? <laughs> yeah. Is that Kim? Oh, okay. You look different today. Oh, your hair, okay. Are you there? So, so don't forget, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to chat with you about seed time and harvest. So, be mindful, be mindful, you know, be mindful of the seeds you've been sowing and the seeds you are going to sow. It's, uh, don't cry too much about bad seeds you've sown that you seem to be harvested. Don't cry too much over, about it. Pray for the mercies of God. Pray for the mercies of God and for God to terminate the harvest. God, please cancel this harvest. I just want to start a new life and genuinely start a new life. You understand? Don't, don't also, don't also carry the same farm with you. Because some of you, after you are born again, you've come with your boyfriend and you're saying the boyfriend should be born again. Or the girlfriend should be born again. I mean, how, how, you see, how many of you have been to the restaurant before? How many of you have been to a restaurant that you really like the food? Today, today, tell me, if you have a craving for that type of food, will you, are you going to try, are you going to try another restaurant? Will you not just head to the same place? That is how life is. That is how life is. The person you've had some things to do with before, the day you are thinking and imagining, unless you're a prostitute, you are thinking you have the feeling of okay, if I have this, that's the person that you think about. So how can you say that now you are a serious Christian and then you are bringing the restaurant along? <laughs> Will you not eat? You eat, cry. Yes. Hey, you really eat. You really eat. Really eat. Yes. Yes. I have a Malaysian restaurant I really like somewhere in London. Any time I feel like it, no matter how far it is, I say, look, I'll say to my wife, that place, that place, let's go to that place. Yes. Because we like Malaysian food. Let's go to that place and go and sit there and eat. I do it, I do it by that. I'm now going to look for a Malaysian place in Birmingham. <laughs> I mean, what, what is that? Uh-huh. Yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. Like, you see, be quick to admit the wrong seeds and then walk away from it. You have, to, you have to learn to walk away. Walk away from some movies. So if you have to, you have to and, and whatever and, and subscribe Netflix. And what? Is that another name? Amazon Prime. Okay. Yes. Disney Plus. Yes. 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 I don't have any problems with these things. I don't have any problem with it. They don't control me. They don't control me at all. I mean at all. The ease, the ease with which I can press off 
<laughs> I even feel sorry for it. <laughs> even in the, even in the, the other day, I, I watched the movie from beginning to end, and my son came, and he saw me watching it. If I, he helped me watch it. <laughs> the one day he came, he, he stood that. Did you finish watching it? I said, yes. He said, well done. You didn't fall asleep. <laughs> because I will fall asleep in the middle of it. Because I don't, I don't, movie. Oh. <laughs> I mean, some people are acting with a lot of cameramen there. It doesn't have any effect on me. If I even have watched you saying you are afraid or you are doing, I'll tell you that, look, there are a lot of cameramen filming this thing. So, so stop moving and stop acting scared. There are a lot of cameramen there. It's not real. Yes. Yes. Yeah. If you watch a movie with me, you'll say that I spoil the movie. I don't make the movie excited. Because I'll take all the feelings and the emotions away. I'll say, what are you doing? This person walking alone, walking alone, walking alone. There are camera about twenty, about forty people around. You see, he's walking alone. He's not alone. He's not alone. Anyway, so sit down, sit time and harvest time. Let me. Wow. Okay. So, I just feel some of you have to burn some of the seeds. Let it end. And then start a new farm in 2022. Start a new farm and plant new seeds. Plant new things and learn how to plant new. So you see the first, the first prophetic uh, seed that we, we, we were spoken to about was the seed of sowing to the flesh and sowing to the spirit. Okay. So I want to encourage you briefly for the few uh, minutes we have left to sow to the spirit. Galatians 6, 8. To sow to the spirit. To sow to the spirit. To the spirit. Sowing to the spirit. To decide that you'll be sowing to the spirit. In this year, in 2020. Because, you know, soon. Have you seen how we, we just went on break? That Christmas and everything. It's as, if, it's as if Christmas is like 10 years ago, isn't it? It's like, I mean, we are back. But we have no feeling of Christmas. Yes. You have no, there's no feeling of it. There's no feeling. It's finished. All the leftover food is even finished in your house. You've eaten all. Yes. Yeah, nothing is left. Yes. Yes. Yes, I saw some mean spies that were hiding somewhere. I just put them in the bin. I said, your time is over. Yes. Yeah. 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 Actually, I took one out and it's not that I finished eating one. I just said, I said to the rest, I look to the bin, to the bin, I look. Ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I just said to one that looks, you know, so that you know that we respect you. Let me eat here. Then the rest, I said, look to the bin, to the bin. I mean, this is, we are January um, 14th. You are working here. What are you doing here? It's a different season. Yes. This is it. We are fasting. You are walking here. Say so you are mean spy. What, what should we do with you? Yes. But mean spies are nice, you know. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for not making me feeling lonely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Galatians chapter 6. Verse 8. Okay. It says that for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. May you be saved from sowing to the flesh. 
Let's see from soul into the flesh. Are there people who want to come in? They should come in because when they keep peeping, they disturb. Okay. They, they don't help. Peeping doesn't help. Daddy Sam. <laughs> he says that he that soweth to the flesh of the flesh with corruption, and then he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life ever. Lasting. I just like the expression, he that soweth to the spirit. You know, it's like, it's like you give, you give to the spirit. You give to the spirit, which, which reminds me of things of faith. These are things that you don't see. Because you don't see a spirit. When you, when you say, sow to the spirit, you'll be wondering, so what are they, where, where, where is the spirit for me to go and sow things? So that is where you, you now have to prepare a list of things that when you do, to the natural mind, it doesn't even make sense. It's that it's like foolishness. It's like what are you even doing? What are you even doing? Oh, it's like, what, what are you even? Why, why why are you doing what you are doing? Of what point is because you can't see any immediate result. A lot of a lot of things that we have zeal and energy for are things that we see instant result, instant result, instant pleasure, instant returns. Like this one, I know. So you see, we have energy for it. I have energy. Three years time, I'll be a graduate. Five years time, I'll be a doctor. This is like there's energy because you can you can see that the returns are coming. But things of the spirit, you can't you can't you can't you can't tell. One of the descriptions that was given, it's like it's like the wind. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's going. That's the spirit. That's how the spirit moves. You don't know where it's coming from. You, the only thing you can tell, you can feel it. That suddenly the wind is blowing. That is why you must be, you must not be weary. You must not be tired in doing spiritual things. Because you can't predict when the harvest will come. What is things like giving? They say tithe. They say offerings. When you put your things that you can't see anything. It's as if your money is gone. But the scripture says I saw in the morning, the evening to sow again. Because you don't know which one will prosper. Whether the morning one or the evening one. So keep doing it. Keep doing, keep doing, keep doing. As I'm preaching to you and talking to you, do I know which of you will become a prophet? I don't know which of you will become a prophet. I don't know who will become, I don't, I don't even know who will become a pastor. I'm sowing. Yes. I don't know who will become an apostle. I, I, I don't know. I am, I just believe that, I just believe that somebody's life will be affected, somebody's life will be changed. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. Yes. I remember at a camp, uh, what camp was it? It was a camp. Um, I can't remember where, but I remember talking to Daniel. Oh, yes. The one you call Apostle Daniel today. Yes. Look. Look. I, I dedicated a whole session. Talking to him. About what? About beloved. Yes. Oh yes. Which is well over an hour. I remember I took him to my room. To the side. Yes. And I called Jennifer, you to come. And I was making a case. Why he should choose her, he should marry her. 
I don't, I don't know them from Adam. Do you understand? I don't know them from Adam. I don't know them from Adam. I don't know them from Adam. I've not seen a vision or a revelation about them before. I don't know them from Adam. But I just said, I just said, look, young man, young man, you want to serve God. You've come to this camp, you want to be serious. Just marry this girl. Just marry her. Take care and marry her. Because by all means, you choose one. So choose her. I was making a case. You know, so just I'm making a case. It's like apologetics. <laughs> but if you ask me then, am I talking to an apostle? Am I talking to a prophet? Am I talking to a missionary? Am I talking to a pastor? Am I talking to a pastor in Aston? Am I talking to a pastor in... I don't know. I was just, I was just throwing the seeds of advice. That do this. You see, today maybe I may not get you one on one. But I'm speaking to you. And maybe I'm saying to you that, you know, this thing, stop this. Do this. Stop this. Do this. Or continue to do this. It's a seed. But which one would work? I don't know. I won't pretend like, oh, I know I have some spiritual targets. I can see some spiritual faces in the congregation. So, why do I have no idea? I have no idea. One day, maybe you will tell me that you were in this meeting and I said this and this happened and this happened. I don't know. Somebody is talking and saying that I came to preach here about secret righteousness or something. I don't, I don't remember him in the congregation. Yes, I, I don't know. You sow the seeds. You just sow the seeds. You just throw inside. Sow to the spirit. To the spirit. Sow to the spirit. So, you know, sit down and, and let me just tell you something that I want to tell you today. You understand that one of the things that I want you to do, apart from apart from it being organized, you know, because usually the first um, month of the year is our tradition. It's our tradition to have fasting and praying, isn't it? We have fastings and prayings and things. That's beautiful. But I want you to develop a lifestyle because you are young people. I can still say, I can say it confidently. They say confidently, you know, unless you have medical conditions that would advise otherwise. But I want you to develop a lifestyle of praying and fasting. You understand? Not just, not just for the first month or first three weeks or whatever. Try, try and live a life that you want to know God more. You want to find God more. And anytime you are fasting, pray. Yeah, don't don't fast without prayer because there's no real Jesus didn't really give um, promises or rewards to fasting except I mean he mentioned once that this type does not go by prayer and but in fasting so he gives you a hint that fasting is important but most of his all his promises are based on prayer that pray so don't fast without praying when you are fasting pray when you are fasting pray Anytime you are fasting, pray. Look, look, look at look at this verse to um, to help us. Wow! How did you make me talk so much before? I've now started preaching. Okay, Luke chapter twelve. Okay, Luke chapter twelve. Luke chapter twelve. And let's read from verse 16. 
Soul to the spirit. Soul to the spirit. Soul to the spirit. Have a life of sowing to the spirit. You to the to the to the normal natural man. You you look mad. Yes, but so to the spirit. Yes. When you are saying no to some things, you are sowing to the spirit. Then you will see, you will discover the verse that says that he that overcometh this gets a crown. Where is the crown? You can't see the crown now. You are sowing to the spirit. As you say no to some things, you are sowing to the spirit. Yeah. Well, he said, he that he, he that wants to come after me, let him deny himself. There are some things that you really like. <laughs> How many of you know things that you really like? Yes. Deny yourself. So to the spirit. You will not see the things now. You will not see a result now instant. But you will see when God starts honoring you. And God starts blessing you. You will see that it's been worth it. It's been worth it to be sowing to the spirit. To be mindful of spiritual things. To believe that. To believe that there's a realm and a world. Of, of 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 the spiritual and that God is a spirit and therefore when you are relating with him you do spiritual things which you can't see you only believe that is faith yes he that cometh to him must first believe that he is and then that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him anyway let's read Luke 12 verse 16 and he spake unto them a parable saying I don't know whether we talked about this parable. When we talk about the parables. The ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. Plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, What shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. Okay? Then he says, and he said, This will I do. Are you listening to me? I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. Okay? Verse 19. And I will say to my soul, Soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease. In other words, relax. Rest. Take thine ease. Then he says, eat, drink, and be merry. Eat, drink, and be merry. You ask yourself, you ask yourself, when you want to pleasure yourself, what will you do? When you say today, I feel very happy, what do you do? Would you cook your favorite food? Would you buy your favorite drink? Yes. Yes. Would you make yourself happy? He says that, he says that, eat. He says, he says, in other words, you need a certain atmosphere of relaxation. What will you do? Eat and drink. Wow, wow, wow. And you will be happy. That is Mary. Eat and drink and you will be happy. Relaxation. Eat, drink and you will be happy. Then verse 20. But God said unto him, thou fool. You'll be wondering, what have I done? I'm only eating and drinking. So I'm a fool. Just eating and drinking. I'm just relaxed, eating and drinking. I'm making myself happy small. He said, I'm a fool. <laughs> he said, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then those things, though, then, then who shall those things be which thou hast provided? 
Okay, verse 21. So is he. So is he. He's making a point. He's making a point. So he's like, let's go back to the point. Let's forget about somebody who is eating and drinking. And get to the point. The point is that, so is he that layeth up treasure for himself. The person who sows to the flesh, but is not rich toward God. He doesn't sow to the spirit. Yes. So when you don't sow to the spirit, you are poor towards God. You are impoverished. Your account, your spiritual accounts are low or empty. Because everything you do is just to pleasure yourself now. Eat, drink, be happy. But you are not rich towards God. So there's an account, there's an account has been opened for you. There's a God account. Are you rich towards God? Are you rich or poor towards God? Because there's an account. Everybody has, a, every single one of you has an account. And the day, the day your soul is required of thee, what I'm discovering is that that account will be checked. And that account is not your Halifax account, Lloyd's account, HSBC account, Santander account, um, Monzo account. It's none of those. None of those will be checked. What will be checked is are you rich towards God? How much have you sown to the Spirit? Can you see how I throw it in the air? That's how it is. To the Spirit. So to the Spirit. Just so to the Spirit. How much of sowing to the Spirit have you done? By the message of God, another year has begun. Even if you want to check, let's take it by yearly cycles. Yearly cycles. So the year 2022, decide to sow a lot to the Spirit. You have, you have, you have a starter pack to encourage you that in January, in January into February, we always fast together and pray together. So that's, that's something to help you take off. But it shouldn't be just the first month. Make it your lifestyle. You will see, you will see how some appetites and desires will disappear from you. Yes. That is where you will discover you will discover the things that waste your life and the things that waste your time. Yes. And the people that are like demons in your life. Yes. And when I say people are, are like demons, Jesus called Peter Satan. Yeah, some people are like Satan. Oh yeah, not everybody. Not everybody, but some people are like that. How do you know the people? Why did he call him Satan? Because he said, thou savest the things. That please men, not the things that please God. It's that like you are more interested in you are more interested in things that please men and make men happy. You are not into God. You are not rich towards God. You are always taking me back to to think. Oh, how will this person feel? How will this people feel? What will it be like on earth? What is this? I must have this. I must get this. I, that, that's the type of person who that Peter was to to Jesus. He said, "Get behind me, Satan! Get behind me, Satan!" Get behind me, Satan. There are people in your life, they don't want you to move on. Until you see them as demons and and devils, you will not move on. I hope you are not a demon in somebody's life. Mm. 
Let's assume that you are not somebody else's, okay? So that we can preach peacefully. <laughs> yes, yeah, somebody else's. Yes. Yeah, because there are people in your life who keep people pulling you back. Yes. There's a song. He couldn't pull me back, isn't it? There's a song, yes. There are people who always pull you, want to pull you back. They always want to pull you back. Into a non-productive, barren life. A life deplete, deplete and destitute of the spirit. Everything big starts small. Oh yeah. Every fornication starts with a kiss. Even a kiss is advanced. It starts with holding of hands. It starts with holding. It starts with holding. It starts with a hug. Yeah. Oh yes. Yes. It starts very little. It starts very little. It starts with holding of hands. It starts with let's have a meal. Let's go out here. Let's do this. It starts with it starts with harmless things. Harmless things. Yes. Yes. How do you how do you kiss somebody you've never held before? Why are you a peacock? Do you have a beak? Yes. Start from somewhere. So, yes, okay, sit down. Let me, let me tell you what I want to say to you today. (laughs) Okay, yes. To the spirit. So to the spirit. Yes. Yes. You know, you know, this year when people don't hear from you on some days, when they ask you, what, what, where, where have you been? What have you been up to? You just say, yes. I've been sowing to the spirit. I've been sowing to the spirit. Yes. I've been sowing to the spirit. They say, these days it looks as if Wednesdays we can't find you. We can't reach you. Why? What, what's happening? I've been texting to the spirit. I've, I've given it to the spirit. Giving it to the spirit. If you know, you know. Yes. 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 If you are Jesus encounter service, you know. That Jesus encounters us that we are into sowing to the spirit. Yes, sowing to the spirit. Yes. It's soon you are going to discover that your Saturdays that you have given to God is not in vain. Yeah. Soon you will discover. Soon you discover. Someone says, you know, um, you have exam, you did this, and Saturday, where were you? Saturday, where was I? I was sowing to the spirit. You'll be there and be asking me that where I'm so you see, many of you will discover that Saturday services have been worth it. It's made a difference in your life. It's made a difference in your life. Yes. You will discover, you will see that oh yes. Yes. You thought you were just going to go and sing, to go and do this, to go and do volume, to go and do media, to go, but you will discover that no, it's been worth it. Yes, you've been sowing to the spirit. Yes. Yeah. So, so you have to be rich towards God. So, here's my message for today. Here, here are my three points. Yes, yes. My three points for you is under the title of 
waiting on God. Yes. I want you to develop the art of waiting on God. Waiting on God. You see, when you are waiting on someone, it means you are looking out for the person. And waiting for the person. Not leaving a message for the person. But you do it in hope and anticipation that the person will appear. So you see, waiting on God, waiting on God is a little higher or maybe deeper or advanced as compared to maybe just a prayer time. I'm just going to pray. Pray. Yes, I'm just going to pray. Because there are many times we pray, we don't, you know, it's like, it's, it's like, it's like, it's like sending a text or a WhatsApp. They'll reply later. So that you send a friend your text, you know that. How many of you have some friends that usually reply 48 hours later or 24 hours? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. But you haven't stopped relating with them. You still send the message, don't you? Yes, yes, yes. So you say, you see, single tick. Yes, yeah. Yeah. You see, yesterday someone was telling me that when I send this person a message, the person doesn't respond seventy-two hours. And I said, and I said to the person that it's not true. The sa- I said the same person when I send the same person a message within seconds, I get a response. Yes. So as I said, then maybe you are not important to the person. Yes, but I am important to the person. Because I said, no, I said, no, I thought what you are saying. Because the person was trying to make a case that, oh, this person is not, is not into, doesn't check their phone, doesn't check their messages. I said, no, it's not true. It's not true. They check. No, oh, they check. They check. They check. I said, we're we talking about the same person. I said, me, I get response in seconds. In seconds. In seconds, the person will respond. You said, me, two hours. I said, pray about it. <laughs> So all those people who say that they don't respond to messages, there are people they respond to. Yeah. All the people you are pointing out today say, no, they don't respond. Oh, they, there are people they respond to. Oh, yeah. There are people they respond to. You are not that, you, they just, you know, they just haven't taken you seriously. I'm sorry, but they just haven't taken you serious enough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So, waiting on God. Here, here goes. Proverbs chapter 23. Revealed your problem. That your friends, your friends didn't know that you don't take them serious. <laughs> they thought that's how you are, but that's not how you are <laughs> at all, at all, at all. That's not how you are. Yes, yeah. Even some of the people you are pointing at today, even when I send them texts, within seconds they respond. Yes, I may be surprised that you are pointing at such a person. That the person has a response. If they, they respond to my messages, hey. Yes. Proverbs 23 verse 29 Yes Who has woes Where have you taken the verse Who has woes Who has sorrow Who has contentions Who has babbling Who has wounds without cause Who has redness of eyes they that tarry long at the wine 
they that go to seek mixed wine. In other words, in other words, what you spend your time on or you spend your time with has an effect on you. So when you stay long in the pub, sipping, sipping, but you are there for a long time. By the time you are leaving, you are drunk. You have red eyes. You'll be falling down. You'll be having all sorts of problems because you've waited on something. You've waited on something. Yes. That's why Dr. James Dobson, you know, have I told you what Dr. James Dobson said? Dr. James Dobson, he's a Christian author and I think um, a counselor or something like that. He said, he said, never underestimate the chemistry that goes on between a man and a woman when they are together for a long time. Yes. So never underestimate it. No, never think of yourself as Superman. That I'm going to be with her, nothing will happen. No, when you are with her for a long time, sometimes a long time shouldn't be like once and then it's like you're together for three hours. But even if you are together frequently for short periods, it's like short run caves becomes a long run cave. Yes. Yes, because you are assimilating. You are assimilating ideas. And the flesh starts speaking. One day you will try and you will discover what you have been thinking is what she has been thinking. Because feelings are mutual. So he said, never underestimate the chemistry that goes on between a man and a woman when they are together for a long time. Don't underestimate it. That was his advice. In other words, when you wait on something, or you hang around something, it has an effect on you. Yes. You're thinking, isn't it? Yes. I'm just allowing you to think. Yes. Yeah. I want you to really toss it in your mind. How, how, it, how it happened. Yes. That's how it happened. Yes. We are blaming Satan, but Satan was not even there. Maybe he was on his way. He was on his way coming. He had not even arrived there. You are blaming him. He was on his way. <laughs> he had not even come. <laughs> yes. 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 And tell me what will happen between a man and a woman. It's not like you start doing coursework. It's like, can we, can you help me finish my dissertation? Oh. So, so, develop, develop. You see, waiting on God is almost, it almost feels like a waste of time. So what am I doing here? What, what, what am I doing here? I mean, what, what am I doing? How? I mean, what, what, what am I doing? But you are sowing towards God. Yes, you are becoming rich towards God. And you are sowing to the spirit. Yes, it becomes like, what, what, what are you doing? As compared to, as compared to the long hours on the phone. Yes. As compared to the long hours on the phone. Yes. Yes. When I had a beloved in the university, every Friday, I used to, every Friday, that was when I was in the final year. 
Every Friday of my final year, I used to take her to the to the prayer gardens to pray. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every Friday, my beloved. That's why I used to take her. That's the, that's the mother of my children. Yes. I don't know why you are clapping. Every Friday, every Friday, I'm telling you. I've not finished telling you. I've not finished telling you what I, what I used to do. I used to take care to the prayer gardens at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. And I used to give one prayer topic, max maybe two. I'll give one prayer topic like that and I'll disappear. The next time she'll see me again is 12 noon. No, no, I'll just clap my hand like this and just summarize the prayer and say, let's go. Yes. 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 I don't know where you take yours. I don't know why you've been taking it. I don't know why you've been taking her. And how sticky your fingers are when you are coming back. Whether it's from it's from ribs or chicken, I don't know. <laughs> sit down, sit down. And sit. So you you know what you've been so into. Yes. 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 My final year. Every friend, we had there was a place. It was it was called the bamboos. Because there are bamboo trees there. Yes, that was where uh, serious people used to go and pray. Not so serious people used to pray at the stadium. Yes, but there was another place called the stadium. We we used to pray there. I mean, like early morning and things. But serious people, you see them because you have to walk a bit in the university campus. You walk a bit and go into like a forest. Yes. Yeah. I had my own day that I'll go alone. Then I had Fridays that I'll go with her. Yes. 5 a.m. I had, I had some white thick woolen socks that I kept, but it's for her. So when she comes like this, then like when we are entering, when we are entering into the forest, then I give it to her to wear. Say, wear. White socks, long white socks, up to her knees like this. I said, where? Somebody's daughter. <laughs> let me, let me protect her. Yes. In case there are snakes around. Even those snakes can bite through the socks. Yes. Yeah. Ladies are always protecting their legs. Isn't it? So I said, yes. Yes. Then I say, we are praying for this. Let's pray about this. Period. Finish. Then I disappear. Yes. The time she will hear of me again. Maybe she, I don't know whether she will hear my voice praying, but the time I will appear again where she is. I'll just clap my hands. Then I just summarize the prayer. So I'll say, let's go. Then I'll go and see her off to her accommodation. Then I'll go to my coach. So even though I'm with her, we are with God. Uh-huh. So you will see that the chemistry is a bit diluted. Yes. It's not like I didn't have feelings, but the chemistry has to be diluted a bit. Otherwise, every day you be, every day, every, all your prayers are confessions. Yes. All your prayers are confessions. Yes. Yes. Yeah. All your 
prayers are confessions. Yes. And you see, it becomes more difficult when you don't correct it and then you marry. Because now you're going to build a house on a terrible foundation. Yes. 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 Because like now you've done these things to others by some, whatever, you've entered into marriage. Then it's like, okay, now we are after, after all we are married, after all we are married, we are married, all that things. Yeah, then it's like, you know, sisters will only confess when you leave them. When you break their heart, that's where they come. If you don't, if you don't leave them and you marry them, it's called to the grave. TTG. They'll never say anything. Yes. No. No. Some of you, some of you guys, you have to be hard. You are too soft. You are too soft. So Satan will take advantage of you. But ministry goes with hardness. And these are the these are the little little this I won't say little these are little areas now that you have to be hard over. If you can't you can't overcome you can't overcome this little girl with her breasts. How do you expect God to use you? You can't overcome breasts. How do you overcome demons? <laughs> Was the was the first temptation of Jesus? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was the first temptation of Jesus not to turn stones into bread to eat? Was it not a test of the flesh? It's a it's a small it's a small problem compared that to the crucifixion. <laughs> and the Bible said he returned in the power of the Spirit. As you were saying, no, no to bread. You can't say you can, yours is yours, it's not bread, or it's not like somebody is giving you um, um, bread to eat. This, this little two things on somebody's chest, you can't overcome it. And you want to be a man of God. You want to be a man of God. Guys, tighten your belt. Eh? Tighten your belt. Sit up and tighten your belt. And be serious. Yes. Yes. Too many of you are wrapped around the little finger of some little girl somewhere. Too many of you. Too many of you are spiritual wimps. I mean, you are like wimps. Wrapped around her finger. When she, when she squeezes her finger, then you say, ouch. You say, come here. Then you are coming. Okay, let me end the service. Okay. No, I think I've told you to wait on God, isn't it? So, develop the art of waiting on God all alone. That's a big one. All alone. All alone. All by yourself. All by yourself. Find a Christian praying place and choose a day when you disappear. That you are there just to pray and to wait on God. Let's say wait. You see, what you are doing is it's it's a little different from an ordinary prayer meeting. That this one, this one, God, I've come here for you. So you see, the alone one is very it's very meaningful because like, I'm going to meet with God. I have a meeting 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 with God. So God is like God. I'm waiting. 
Yes. But you will see that when you see you will see that when when you when you are not prayerful, when you don't pray, you don't wait on God. A lot there is it's as if as if there are a lot of dogs that are lying down quietly in your life. Yes. Some are stubborn to drive away. You see, one of the experiences of a praying person is revelation. Yes. That's what Isaiah 58 says that. Is that when you are fasting and praying, that your light shall break forth. One of the blessings is a revelation. You see things that you otherwise didn't do. Sometimes you don't even know why you discover, you discover some things. Or some things are said to you. Or some things come out. It's the power of prayer. It is God. It is God showing you who is around you and who is not around you. Who is who and who is not what. Because people are pretenders. The most dangerous, the most dangerous creature around is not, it's not a snake. If you ask me, I'll tell you it's not a snake. It's a Christian, it's a, not not Christian, a a human being. (laughs) But people are pretenders and liars. Very dangerous people that you can't tell, you won't know. You need a revelation. You need light. You discover this, this is the person who has been walking around me. Oh yes, oh yes. You say, hey, is this is this who this person is? Very wicked, deceptive. But you see, without prayer, without the power of God and the message of God, you see there are snakes, wolves, lions, tigers, some are cats, just lying quietly around you because they are very relaxed in your world. Yes. Learn to wait on God alone. Yes. yes. Some of the discoveries are, are painful. But it's, it's better to know than not to know. Some of them are very painful. But it's the message of God to know. Because otherwise you're also walking around deluded. Yes. yes. Some are painful and heartbreaking. It's like, wow. Hey. Church is quiet, oh. <laughs> I came to church with you this evening. Are you enjoying my discussions? Yes. So I'm talking to you about waiting on God, waiting on Him. Waiting on Him. You will see things. You will see light. Waiting on Him alone. Look at Luke chapter 6 and verse 12. He says that, and it came to pass in those days that He went out into a mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. So, it is your ministry, your ministry, your calling is formed through your prayer and your, and your lifestyle of waiting on God. That's how your ministry is formed. Why do I say that? First John. Yeah, first John. First John 1. First John 1. It says that that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life, verse 2. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father, and was manifested unto us. Verse 3. That which we have seen, 
head declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son Jesus Christ. Can you see verse 3? That which we have seen and heard. That is, it's like, it's like, it's like that which we have said, that which we have handled. Start off by saying that which we have handled. It's like the thing that we have, we have been with, we have waited on, we have experienced, we have encountered. That is what has formed our ministry. That is, that is where, that's where our calling and our ministry were, was birthed from. It's from the encounters we had. The fellowship we had, where we spent our time. Where do you spend your time? Who do you spend your time with? What do you do when you're spending your time? Where? That is who you are. You can't say you're something else. You can't. You can't. He said, he said, what we are sharing with you, the message, the message we have is what we have handled, what we have touched, what we have seen, what we have heard. What have you seen? What have you heard? Seen nothing, heard nothing, encountered nothing. It means you have no ministry. Because you've not been sowing to the spirit. I'm just drowning some stories so that I don't say it. Yes. My time is finished. So this is the testimony of John. He said, this is his ministry. This is his ministry. Where's verse 1 again? Where's verse 1? That which from the beginning we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. He said, that is the ministry that we have. It's like, it's like this, was, this was his life. What he has seen, heard, handled. That is his life. So you see, waiting on God. Making time to wait on God. Finding a Christian place. Don't use hotels. Hotels have, have a lot of demons. Don't use a hotel. Rather, use your accommodation. Stay in your accommodation and turn your phone off. It will become, it will become a good atmosphere. Yes. yes. Hotels have a lot of demons. Yeah. A lot of demons. There are a lot of because a lot of demonic things happen in hotels. Yes. Yes. And movie theaters. There are a lot of demons there. I'm not saying I don't go to the, the movies or whatever. I'm just telling you what is there. Yeah. I'm not saying you shouldn't go. Yeah, I mean, if somebody takes me to the movie, I'll go. But I'm going, I know, I, I know the atmosphere. Yes, I know the atmosphere. Yes. You go like thinking. <laughs> I hope you are thinking right. 
Yes. I hope you are, you are not thinking I said you shouldn't go to the movies. No, I've never said that. No, I've not, I've not said that at all. Yes. Yeah, but I'm just telling you that there are different, there are, there are places, you see, there are atmospheres that are conducive. There are Christian places you should find. Christian places dedicated to Christianity and prayer. Choose, choose such places. Don't underestimate resident spirits and things in places. No, 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 don't joke with it. Yes. Even your accommodation, you have to, you, you have to pray about it. You have to pray in that room. You have to find a pastor to come and pray in the room before you occupy it. Don't just occupy rooms. Yes. Because they are resident spirits. Things that have been, the place has been dedicated to. That is why you are, you are a very pure, nice person. Since you entered that room, your whole life has changed. The things you've done in that room. And the things that have been done to you. Mm. Number two. Wait on God. Wait on God with the congregation. That is with the church. Joel 2.15. Joel 2.15 says that. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast call. A solemn assembly. Verse 16. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. Assemble the elders. Gather the children. And those that suck the breasts. Let the bridegroom go forth of his chamber. And the bride out of, out of her closet. So, so you can wait on God as a group. So, so you see that. So when we have fasting times and praying times. You have to take advantage of the gathering meetings. That this is, you have to tell yourself that these meetings I'm going, I'm going to meet God. I'm going to experience God. I'm going to experience God. That's what I was, tell, I was telling Pastor Andrew that for the month of January or till whenever, when we come to church, we should pray for one hour. Yes, I, I need you to seize that one hour as your personal time with God. Actually look forward to Saturday praying for an hour before anything happens. That I'm going to pray, I'm going to experience God because it's, it's, it's the congregation. Yes, coming together to call on God and to pray. It's like, let's pray. God will speak to you. God will appear to you. God will show you something. God will give you revelation. God will give you light. God will give you light. Yes. One of my best experiences in waiting on God is when he said nothing throughout the week. You see, when I say he said nothing, look, I pray through the night too. I don't sleep at night. I don't sleep. I sleep when I come home on Saturdays. I pray through the night into the day. The day you see me, maybe I'm just sitting there watching a video, slumbering a bit here and there. But I, a bed, I don't need a bed. I don't need a bed. I pray through the night, all night to all night, all night to all night. Not a word. Because this part of the space, not a word. Again, Saturday morning as I was leaving. But he gave me a verse. He said, the Lord is nigh all that call upon him. So it's like, I haven't said anything, but I'm around. I just want to, you see, I was, I've been so encouraged till today. I've been so encouraged today. When I'm praying and God has said, I just said, at least he's, he's around, he's there. So if you are not on the phone with some people who don't talk, but you are talking, but you know they are there, isn't it? Yeah. So they make a few sounds here and there, you know that they are there, but you don't mind, you just talk. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm rich, being rich towards God. 
at least, at least when I get to heaven's gate, at least when I get to heaven's gates, may God say that you I know him. May he not say I don't know him. Say, oh, I know him. I know this guy. I know this guy. I know this guy. He's one of the, he's one of the people who always wants me to talk. Yes, I know this guy. I know him. He comes. He's so eager for me to say something. And for him, me to tell him something. Yes, he's so eager. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. To all that call upon him in truth. He's, do you understand? He's nigh. It is a, the Lord speaks or talks. He's close. That's what he said to me. You know, ladies and gentlemen, it looks as if I have to end. No, I actually have to. Okay. My last, my last point is time yourself when you are waiting on God. Matthew 26, 40. That's half time. Work with time. That's when God has said to the people that can't you pray for an hour. Yes. Those that say, have, are you, have days. This day to this day. Those that you have time. This time to this time. Yes. Because you can't go in your, so you have to use the time. That from this time to this time, I'm not coming out of my room. Yes, I'm not coming out of my room. Yes, I'm not coming out. I'm, you, it's like you won't see me. I don't have to be out somewhere. Yes. Because I'm with my God. I'm with my God. I'm with my God. I'm sowing to the Spirit. I'm sowing to, I'm not saying, I'm not saying to you that, wait on God three times for three mighty blessings. No. No, 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 no. I'm teaching you to develop a lifestyle. Like Paul said in Galatians 2.20, the life that I now live, 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 the life that I now live. So I'm telling you, I'm commanding you to live a certain life. And it's called the life of faith in the Son of God. Yes, the life of faith. So towards the Spirit. By December 2022, may your account towards God be richer. Amen. Be richer. Yes. May it be richer. Amen. Start from today. Start from now. And be richer. And be richer. As we start the fast, when you see that there's an assembly, there's a gathering, it's one of the places to wait on God. Come. Come and wait on Him as we pray. Reach towards God. Reach towards God. James Dobson said, don't underestimate between a man and a woman, isn't it? I also tell you, I don't underestimate what goes on between you and God when you wait on him. Yes, don't underestimate it. What is going on? What, what is happening between you and God as you wait on him? Don't underestimate. You, you'll be surprised at how changed you become. Yes, because that is, that is a man of the spirit. He's like the wind. You don't know where it's coming from. You don't know where it's going. Well, I used to go and pray. All these prayers that I'm, today, as I'm telling you, it sounds like wow. But I wasn't praying because I want to be an apostle or a prophet or a pastor. I've never even dreamt that I'll be a pastor. No, 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 I've never had a visit. I want to be sounding, preaching to a congregation. No, no, no. I was just sowing to the spirit. I didn't even know. Today when I see, I say it's as, it's as if I knew some things and I was planning. No, no, no. I was just sowing to the spirit. I, was just, I just believe that prayer is a good thing. So let me pray. Reading your Bible is a good thing. So let me read my Bible. Reading Christian books is a good thing. So let me read Christian books. I used to borrow Papa Hagen books from people because I didn't own it. I didn't have one. I didn't even know where to get one from. 
So I'll see them with it. I'll borrow. Go and read and then I'll return. Also not the type that when I borrow things, I don't return. I don't steal people's books. I'll I'll return. But I used to borrow books and read them. Yes. I'll read and return. So into the spirit. Today we have have all to all for free. I hope we read it. Because you're so into the spirit. See what what I'm telling you I'm telling you stories that happened in the 80's Yes So calculate calculate how many years from now Where will you be and who will you be Yes Yes. Stand to your feet and just Thank God for this evening Thank him Thank him for his blessing Thank him for speaking to you Thank him for speaking to you. Thank him for talking to you. Thank him. Thank him. Everybody speak. Speak to him. 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 Thank him.
fill us with your spirit, Lord. Strengthen us by your spirit. Let the weak say I'm strong. Heal us, O God. Heal us, O God. Thank you for your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for your power that heals, strengthens, corrects, brings strength and life to us today. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. Anoint us, O God. Anoint us, O God. Anoint us, O God. In this short moment we have in your presence, Lord, I pray for the anointing. I pray for the spirit which quickeneth. The spirit which makes us alive, brings us alive. Let that spirit fall on us. Let it come on us, Lord. Let it come on us, Lord. Let it come on us, Lord. Let the dead come alive. Let the weak become strong, O God. Let the blind eye be opened, O God. Let the deaf ear be opened, O God. Thank you, Lord, for the spirit that quickeneth, that makes us alive. Make us alive, Lord. Make us alive, O God. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. Thank you for your help. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the spirit, Lord. Thank you for the spirit. Thank you for the spirit. Receive the spirit tonight. Receive the Holy Spirit tonight. Receive the touch of the Holy Spirit tonight. Just the touch is enough. Just a touch is enough. Receive a touch. Receive a touch. If you can receive it, there shall be a change. Receive a touch of the Holy Spirit. Receive a touch of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Let me pray with you very quickly. If you are here, every eye close, every head bowed. Let me pray with you. If you are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Probably somebody invited you or you came to church or you've been coming to church, but you don't know. You don't have a real relationship with Jesus. Maybe you've had it before, you're backslidden, but as you are standing here tonight, you don't have that relationship with Jesus. Then you want to say, that, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus today. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. Just your right hand very quickly and I'll pray with you. And I pray with you, Pastor. Pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. While every eye is closed, every head is bowed. Just the right hand. Lift up high so I can see. Lift up high. I want to give my life to Jesus, Pastor. Please pray with me. I know if I were to die today, I'll go to hell. Come to me. Come to me if you've lifted up your hand. Come. Come from wherever you are. You also want to join. You also want to join. You want to give your life to Jesus today. Don't be shy. If anything at all, you should be afraid. You should be afraid not to come to Jesus today. You should be afraid to die today, to die tomorrow. And you're not sure whether it'll be heaven or hell. Come to me. Come out of your seat. Come boldly. Lift up your right hand and come. And give your life to Jesus tonight. Tonight is your night. Tonight is your night. Come and join us right here in the front. Come and join us right here in the front. You want to give your life to Jesus. Come and join us right here. Come. Baby, David, lift up your hand, but you know you need Jesus. Come tonight. Tonight is your saving night. It's your night. Come. Come very quickly. Let's pray. Let's close our eyes and pray. 
please say this prayer after me church help us as we say this prayer say with me say heavenly father thank you for today i am a sinner please forgive me of all my sins and of all my mistakes please wash me with the blood of jesus i believe in jesus i believe jesus is alive say lord jesus please come into my heart i believe you died for me and you rose up on the third day say thank you father for accepting me and for making me a child of yours in jesus name amen god bless you my dear welcome to jesus our pastor here would attend to you god bless you God bless you. Do you want it? My dear. She wants to have a word with you. Very quickly, take out your communion. I'm sure you want to have communion, isn't it? How many of you are having exams this month? Lift your hand up high in the sky. Yes. Take out the communion. The body of Christ, the blood of Christ. Jesus never failed. You will never fail. Jesus never failed us. He will never fail you. This is going to be the first time that he failed or disappointed you. There is no failure in him. There is no disappointment in him. This is life. This is the bread of life. Every exam you write, you shall be successful. Every test you take, you shall overcome. By the blood of Jesus, you shall overcome. Jesus never fails. The name of Jesus never fails. And he is not going to fail you. Thank you, Father, for your blessing. And thank you for this beautiful opportunity to receive the body of Christ. We kneel down in honor. To that great sacrifice on Calvary's cross. Help us Lord by your mercies. Help us and bless us. The body of Christ. Eat it. The blood of Jesus. Drink all of it. Now stand to your feet and receive your blessings. Take your holy communion. Now, as we lift up this bread, may every sickness that is manifesting in your body be healed. I pray for everyone suffering from corona.
mistakes in your tongue, the fires that your tongue have set, be delivered. As we receive the communion, may your the sins of your tongue be washed away. Your tongue is sanctified by the blood. by this message for more information follow us on social media search for first love london on facebook and youtube and first love uk on twitter and instagram have a blessed week